entertainment, arts, and interviews. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. They've sold over 20 million albums and have had hits such as Mr. Jones and Accidentally in Love from the Shrek soundtrack, which incidentally received an Academy Award nomination. The band is Counting Crows. And David Immergluck, a.k.a. Emmy, the guitarist and multi-instrumentalist, is talking all things music. Now, is it true that Mr. Jones was an accidental hit? Adam always says that. Uh-huh. You know, I don't think the record company wasn't... I can't remember what they were... I think they might have been pushing Murder of One. I can't remember what the first uh, push was. That song, radio picked it up without any kind of record company push. But it's a strong song. It's an obvious uh-huh. song. So it's hard to say it's an accidental hit. But I don't think there was any kind of promotional push on it. It, it, it happened. and then it took off on it its was, own. It was, yeah. Exactly. It found its own way. Now, you were a part of the band since the very beginning, but you really weren't recognized as an official member till 99. You were supposedly asked to join several times. You said no a number of times till 99. You said yes, and you joined the band. So is that that's, true? That's I guess. correct. It was actually 98, but okay. yeah. And what made you say yes at that point and no before? I guess I had to do other things. I went and played okay. with this guy, John Hyatt, for many years. And okay. you, were, you had a Grammy and nomination. That's correct. Yeah. And, and bizarrely, uh, we were on Capitol. That was when John Hyatt was on Capitol. Okay. I did all the Capitol records with John. So now this is my second time on Capitol. Of course, there's none of the same people are there. It's basically a, it's like being on a different, yeah. Yeah, different label. But that, it's, it's amusing only to me. Right. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't right for me in 94, and it, was, it became obvious that it was right for me in 98. Okay. You know, and, and that's I'm, when and, you said uh, yes. You know. So we've heard that you are a music encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but I'm a, I'm a voracious uh, record collector and consumer and have been since I was in fourth grade. Okay, cool. So, so who's, who's your favorite artist? Who do you or can you even Who's my favorite artist? If I had to pick one, probably Miles Davis. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, cause, just because of the wide swath of styles of music that he played. And do you turn to Miles for, like, inspiration, or... Always. Always. I was listening, okay. I was listening to him last week. There's a... Columbia's doing these bootleg series uh, on Miles Davis, and they just put out this live 1970 live at the Fillmore East. Okay. Four, four nights, all complete sets, and it's one of my favorite periods, and I was just freaking out on it again. Okay. Awesome. That's so, neat. Emmy, multi-instrumentalist and guitarist with Counting Crows here on the Mulberry Lane Show. If you guys were trying to make it now in the social media age, how would you approach it? You're talking to the wrong person <laughs> on, that, on that particular subject. I maintain my privacy. Okay. And, uh, and I encourage the upcoming generations to respect their own privacy. Hmm. And what would I do as a band growing up, you know, now? Yeah. That's one question. What do I think of social media? That's a, that's a completely different subject. I, I will say this about social media. There will be a revolution and it'll be the kids of the kids of today and it'll be the privacy revolution and this time will be looked back, you know, 25, 30 years from now yeah. and they're like, what was wrong with our parents? Right. They were so stupid. <laughs> you know, and yeah. there'll be this whole underground movement of uh-huh. privacy is where it's at. Okay. And that's what all the already kids are going to be doing. Interesting thoughts. Yeah. What, what would I do if I was in a band yeah. now trying just, to make it? Yeah, that's make another it. question. I don't know. And I was thinking this morning, I was, I was lying in bed and I was thinking about uh, 
oh, oh, how did I meet Adam? This guy I'd been playing with since seventh grade. This was my train of thought. Okay. I thought you might ask me this question. How did I, how did I meet Adam? <laughs> right. And uh, this is 1984. I'd gone off on a walkabout to Europe. And I came back, and this guy I'd been playing music with since seventh grade was in this new band. And he told me to come over to the house and check him out. This band that Adam, Adam had called Model Society. Okay. okay. I, I, then I thought, that, yeah, that's kind of cool. And there were other people, you know, in the seventh and eighth grade who were in bands. And by the time I got to ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade, lots of people were in bands okay. in my school. Yeah. Okay. All playing different kinds of music. It's the thing to do. I don't know. I don't know if that's happening right now. I don't think that's what Uh-oh. seventh graders are doing. You know. I know they're taking selfies. <laughs> they're taking selfies uh, again. You know, and and uh, or they're trying to invent an app. Right. the iPhone or something, uh-huh. you know, or, or a video game. And I was thinking, I, well, it, it might have been just because I was living in the Bay Area or something that there was this fertile, you know... Musical ground, petri, yeah. Petri dish of a lot of music going on, and everyone wanted to be in a band. And if you wanted to get girls, you were going to have to be in a band. It's yeah. probably a cool way to, It was like an alternate to the jock mentality. Right. I don't know. I don't... I don't I, there's, there's always good music coming up, and, you know, I, I check out music all the time every year and try and find new stuff that's happening that I like uh-huh. and uh, it's hard sometimes yeah. You know? yeah I think it'd be very hard for for a young band with no connections, no connections to, to start now mm-hmm. you yeah. Know? yeah first also the technology allows people who maybe shouldn't be doing it right. to mi- sound like they can do it. Right. You yes. know, and so there's this tsunami of almost good stuff. Right. You know, <laughs> flooding, flooding everybody's inboxes and attention uh-huh. and social media and all that stuff. Good stuff rises to the top still, though. Yeah, so. I agree. I believe that. Okay, well, Emmy, we want to thank you so much for joining us today and I'm sharing your done. thoughts. I'm not I said I had all day. I'm going to talk all day. <laughs> we would love to. <laughs> but I think your publicist might be on the phone here. I'm, I'm sure she's like wringing her hands. Come on, like, God, wrap he's gonna, it up. He's going he's gonna to put his foot in his mouth any second now. <laughs> if I haven't you already, I'm sure I already have. We'll do it again. How's that? Yeah, I'm, we'd love I'm to looking talk forward to it. Yeah. And hey, thanks for, thanks for the call. Oh, you're oh. welcome. I'm going to use that. Cheers. That was David Emmerglick, a.k.a. Emmy of the Counting Crows. We'll be right back with part one of our interview with Dean of Toad the Wet Sprocket. Stay here with us. The Mulberry Lane Show. So she said, what's the problem, baby? 